Compose yourself. Hello, everyone. Oh, what? Oh, no, what? I said compose yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta psych myself up, like one of the, one of the many skaters on uh, the show. Yeah. You know how they're always, they're always like, oh, I have to focus. I have to get ready to skate. I have to have my heart broken. <laughs> Only then can no. I truly succeed. I can't believe it that I'm skating with my soul and not with my feet, <laughs> but also my... with his feet as well. Also with my skates. Don't don't forget that skating does involve skates. It involves so many quads also. That's what I've learned. There's so many quad things. They're like, oh, he did four quads. And I'm like, okay. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting <laughs> so ahead of ourselves, it's disgusting. Oh. My heartbeat, tired of feeling never enough. I close my eyes and tell myself that my dreams will come true. There'll be no more darkness when you believe in yourself. You are unstoppable. Where your destiny lies, dancing on the blade, you set my heart on fire. Don't stop fast now. The moment. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to episode 10 of Chuchigantri Unlimited ten. Trainworks. Double digits. We did it. We made, we it, made to, it to 10. We made it to the double digits. We did it. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very proud of us. And I'm very glad that people have been so interested in our podcast that they've been donating to us for 10, well, I guess 10 weeks technically, but, you know, two and a half months. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, um, yeah, that's what the math is. What yes. <laughs> is it? Yeah, two and a half months. About yeah, ten weeks. Ten? Right? No, it'd be it, it'd no. be twenty weeks, John. Oh, yeah, <laughs> wait, twenty weeks. Where is it? Twenty weeks? Oh, yes. Technically twenty-two because 22. the first two episodes were. Oh monthly. right, yeah. That's right. 22. So we've been doing Shit. this for half a year now, almost. Hell wow. fucking yeah, we have. That's right, and I'm bad at math. So that's okay. Anyway, we're just happy that you all continue to listen to this show and continue to support it. Because this is why we keep doing it. Because you all respond to it so positively. Anyway, I'm John. I'm the coach. Uh, and uh, R- Rose and Trixie, you two have to fight over if you're Urio or regular Oh no! I'm just a skater who gets uh, disqualified in the first round. <laughs> oh Don't mind no! Me. Say that about yourself. No, you 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 have like a really great like 
anime uh you know like when they have the ones who have the anime opening montages or like medleys that's the word that's you and then you go out there and you destroy it with logic then i guess i'm a yuri before he uh makes a big comeback ready to shake Mm. the world there you go uh rose which one i'm yurio i mean i wear the suka jumps all the time in real life so hell yeah gotta be there you go all right we figured it out Folks, this week, this episode, rather, not this week, I keep... Same difference. Whatever, it's fine. I'm, we're not going to make this a weekly podcast. This is, I'm not, I'm not like... <laughs> You're not like yeah. foreclosing, like, foreclosing, <laughs> foreshadowing, there we go. I'm, I'm about to foreclose on my own dumb ass for saying all this stupid shit. Um, don't worry about it. Uh, we're gonna talk about Yeri on Ice this time. We all watched it, and hopefully you watched it too, because that's why we ask you to do it. If you don't, you're just missing out on good-ass conversation. You're just listening to us talk about something you won't even be able to keep up with it. You're gonna be like, what are they talking about? Skating? JJ? Who's skating? JJ? Who the fuck is that shit? Who? What? Wow. I guess we'll just have to recount every single episode on this uh, podcast for those who missed out. Episode one, Yuri. He's on the ice. (laughs) Episode two, Yuri. He's on the ice. Oh, he was on the ice in episode one, I guess, at his home rink or whatever thing. Yeah, he he bombed it totally, but he was on the ice. Yeah, he was. He, He... He's on the ice at least once per episode, which, you know, that just means that at the very least, nobody lied to us. Yeah. Like, Yuri is on ice. <laughs> yeah, Yuri's on ice, all right, that's for sure. Woo, boom, yay. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you telling me there's gay shit in the show? Yeah. Oh, possibly. What? I don't know. What? I think they're just good friends. On God? <laughs> Okay, real quick, uh, let's go over the factoids here, all right? A little history, all right? So this aired from October 6, 2016 to December 21st, 2016. So this was this was a nice winter show. Back That's in 2016, fitting, we were all, you know, we we're all ready to skate. October months, getting chilly up until December, still cold. You're ready to go skating. You're ready to watch some skating, you know? Uh, this was made by Studio Mappa, who uh, made best anime of last year, Zombieland Saga. I don't know if you, either of you... I, I, what? Do either of you want to argue that? Because I, I feel like... Not, not I don't even do. remember I mean, what else Devil was Man. last year. Maybe Devil oh, Man. Devil. Maybe Devil oh. Man. Wait, I feel like I really liked something last year, but I don't even remember what it was. There's that camping anime. Oh. Yeah, laid back camp. Oh, you know, I like Tina Monsuri. And Hinamon- last year was good. Last year last was, was good, good yeah. And Magus Bride ended then, too, so it was, like, mm-hmm. it was all good stuff. So it's all downhill from there. Yeah, well, pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, sort of aligns back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. that soon, don't worry. Anyway, uh, this was directed by Sayo Yamamoto, who is uh, pretty prolific in the anime world. Uh, she also directed Michiko and Hachin, Hell yeah. as well as... Mm-hmm. Lupin the Third, the woman called Fujikomine. Oh. So she's just been on a fucking roll, like her almost her whole career. 
So good for her. Um, but that's that's basically it. Um, I think we can move on to kind of discussing the show um, because I don't I don't want to just be like here's what happens. I don't want to do that again. Um, so you know that's fine. Um, I guess I'll start off with you, Rose. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you felt about Yuri on Ice? So, I used to be a big proponent of uh, reading gay manga, uh, Yaoi specifically. Uh, so, uh-huh. there are definitely elements of this show, which is a very, you know, uh, focused on a relationship between two men. Uh, I was very into that aspect of it to a degree, but I feel like... Um, A weird thing about this show is that, and you've said it before, John, as well, um, Victor feels more like the exact, like, definition of a narrative driving force as opposed to, like, his own character uh, for a lot of the Mm -hmm. series. Uh, I feel like he gets better towards the end and starts to open up. Yeah. um, Especially in those last couple episodes. Once episode 10 rolls around and it actually, like, has Victor's, like, inner monologue, I was like, oh, now he's a character. Yeah. But it got, was in t- it was 10 episodes in. And even then, I still was pretty frustrated about it because every single other character is just being compared to him. Yeah. And it just gets really old. And it's like, you know, you you'll watch like a basketball game or something. And like, it's not like the commentators of every basketball game that you watch are going, Oh, but I don't know if he's going to be as good as Michael Jordan. I don't think he's going to be as good as LeBron. Like, I don't think anyone's doing that. It just makes it feel like so just kind of fake and shitty, especially, especially when Yuri starts to get involved because they're just like, is he ever going to be as good as his coach? It probably helps uh, uh, a lot of the characters themselves express that frustration rather than like announcers or narrators directly. It, yeah, it makes I mean, yeah, that aspect a bit more believable, but even then, it feels kind of tenuous. I don't like yeah. how, like, when, for example, say a couple of the matches, matches or whatever, you know, where Yuri is losing and they're like, huh, Yuri's in last place, by the way. And it's like, oh, thanks for that, guys. Like, thank you. That's great. Uh, but I I feel like Victor becomes a much better character, like you said, once he gets the inner monologue. Um, once you realize, like, oh yeah, this both of them, honestly, to a degree, are repressed individuals, Yuri and Victor. Uh, Yuri just sort of represses himself, and then Victor just sort of, like, that happened to him naturally as he was just trying to pursue perfection and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I think that's a lot more interesting when you realize, oh, these are two people who are not very good at relationships, uh, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with each other. Uh, and I like that to an extent, but I do feel like for the first like eight episodes or nine episodes, it is a lot of like, why is this happening? Like, what is going on? Why, like, it's just, like, Victor being really weird, and then Yuri being like, but I gotta do it for him. Yeah. And it's like... "Mm." There's, for a lot of it, there's this really weird and almost gross power dynamic thing of Victor, like, being this, like, way more famous and way more powerful man. Like, 
not even necessarily domineering over Yuri, because there's times where they kind of, like, swap back and forth, which I'll touch upon later why that's kind of weird, but, like, it's just, like, you know, it's, it's like, fucking... It, it, it's like a celebrity coming into your home and just being like, oh, by the way, I'm... I own you now, yeah. At least. Yeah, like, mm. it's like, what the fuck? It didn't start out as, like, relationship, like a romantic relationship yeah. in mind, I guess, which, by the, by the time... It was pretty... Yeah. It was pretty heavy immediately. Victor was naked in his fucking home. That's normal. <laughs> well, you have to consider Japanese culture then, really. Like, that's, you uh, know, onsens, everyone goes there. I mean, it's just like it was. It was very sexually charged. Sure, though. It, that is. It is a very sexual uh, show. <sighs> the- and and that's not that's not the problem. Eros. Like, you know, yeah. it's like 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 you know, there's parts of the show that I think are inarguably good. Like in a normalizing of homosexual relationships, I think that is inarguably a good thing. And Yuri on Ice deserves to exist. Almost, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if saying purely based on that would be good, but it definitely gives it a lot of points in its favor. Um, but I just think that there's, you know, that there's that they really could have done a bit better setting up these characters and making them a lot more believable. Yeah, I, to yeah. just make it better in general. I, I feel think. like there's just not enough time dedicated to character building. No, I, not at all. I would say that a lot of the issues with the show stem from the fact that at least the first half is really not well-paced at all. Yeah, I agree, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It flies by in such a ridiculous manner. Yeah, and I, I was actually like, you, it, yeah, it, it's good that you say that, because, yeah, like, the second half of that anime is much more interesting and, it, yeah. like, fun to watch, I think, I than the first say, like, half. Once it gets to Moscow... That's when the show picks yeah. up for me because it actually feels yeah. like characters are for real developing and yeah, they, actually they sp- having conflicts. They spend so much time on Yuri versus Yuri in the first like six episodes to like nothing. Like it doesn't build them up at all. It's just like they man, they both really like Victor, and it's like yeah. that. That's what comprises all of them. It, it almost feels like this was like season two of a series yeah yeah it does so i i was gonna say at the end of this show like victor's like oh i'm gonna re-enter the the competition i almost feel like it would have been smarter for the first season of the show because i mean they're making a movie they'll probably make another season whatever but i feel like it would have made more sense if the first season was more about yuri looking up to victor and trying to be more like victor and then eventually getting victor's attention and then season two was victor being his coach that would have been just yeah i feel like even just having like an ova beforehand about victor purely would have like been a good thing because then you'd have an idea of like oh this guy is a real like fancy skater instead of just being told oh no this is the most amazing skater of all time like you're just told that like over and over again you almost never see him skate you see him skate like once or twice ever yeah um uh but yeah um let me think of a couple of things uh the italian incest man is the weirdest character in the entire show and that's saying something 
I mean, yeah, like, there there were two characters where I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, there's there's that guy, his name's, like, Mikhail, Michael, yeah. something like that. They just call him Mickey. He's the Italian dude, and he's just got, like, a fucking weirdo sister complex thing. To an extreme and, like, degree, to where, like, he, like, his entire, like, final, like, skating bit is him, like... Like going, oh my lost love, because his sister said you need to go outside when he said that. I I can't tell if like the emphasis they had on it being one hundred percent not sexual was made it weirder or not, because they really wanted to, uh, yeah, emphasize. Hey, he's not boning his sister, so it's fine. Yeah, but it's not fine. Like, that was so weird. Like, and then, like, when she's, like, crying over him skating, I was like, oh, what is he trying to say? Yeah, she, yeah, like, she has, like, her fucking awakening. Like, no, I shouldn't have. Maybe I should. Maybe I should let him fuck me. Like, no, stop, stop, stop. Like, it's not good. It's not fucking good at all. Oh, it's just scary. Weird. And I don't like it. And it's gross. Ugh. And then the other one that was fucked up, which. I'll just I'll just say it's fucked up for a reason that I'll I'll mention here. It was uh I think I think it was it was Chris, <laughs> the uh the Swiss yeah. guy. He he just nuts. Yeah. He nuts on the skating <laughs> he rink. Does. He fucking comes while he's skating. I, and it's like and, and there are like children present, was, sir. There are children present and also all I could think about was all the fucking like Yaoi girls, which, like, again, I'm not trying to be like, mm-hmm. oh, poo to you if you like Yaoi. I'm just saying, like, I know so many Fujoshi ass girls who were like, I showed Yuri on Ice to my mom and she like, loved it. That's like, wild. Yeah, to I'm me. gonna sit down with. I'm gonna sit down with my mom, and I'm gonna sit here with this fucking scene of this guy climax. Hey, I mean, the the, what's the difference ring? between that and Game of Thrones? Am I right? I mean. I guess you have a point I wouldn't there. watch Game of Thrones with my mom. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, some people might just have better relationships with their parents. <laughs> better. Because I'm just like... <laughs> the other what a, the other side skater that made me just completely go, uh, what the fuck was uh, the third Russian dude who's skating? Odebeck? The, yeah, the guy really upset about his girlfriend cheating on him. Oh, I, oh yeah. And oh, yeah. They just... They just took that to quite an extreme, huh? Yeah. That was really weird. It wasn't it wasn't as weird as Chris or uh Italian incest man, but like man. A fucking Italian incest man. O- Odebeck wasn't the um Odebeck wasn't the uh, the the weird dude. He was the guy oh, who yeah. like near the end yeah, he was the guy who near the end was like, oh, I'm going to be friends with Yurio because we were in the same training yeah. camp. And, uh, you know, and then Yurio's like, oh, someone finally asked me to be friends. Okay. <laughs> um, th- that can bring us to another point. Uh, Yurio is 15. And I think, then this is apparently the same in real life. I think it's fucked up that the Grand Prix of... Uh, figure skating or whatever lets you enter at 15 and then just lets you be against like a bunch of 25 year olds it's not right no i don't especially with chris on the ice yeah like i chris makes that the most bothersome i think especially when they literally go from like uh yurio performing agape to like hey now here's the routine all about sex appeal 
Yeah. Like, and, uh, I don't know. It, that was awkward as hell. I just don't understand mm. why. I, it's just weird to me that they let a 15-year-old do that, first of all. Especially when you consider, like, when you, like, think about how, like, hard Yurio must have been training. And it's like, damn, he's really, like, killing himself over this at 15. And it's like, ugh. Like... Ugh, I don't like that. But also, like, even besides that, Yurio being 15 makes me uncomfortable in, like, a large amount of this show. Like, the entire first part being, like, Eros and stuff like that. And then, like, um, what's the other thing? Like, uh, uh, him and Odebeck are a popular ship, because, of course. And it's like, man, why does this dude have to just hang out with a bunch of, like, 25-year-olds? That's not healthy for a 15-year-old. How old is yeah, Odebeck supposed to be? Anyway? It says Odebeck's 18. Which isn't that so. bad. He's, like, the closest to being okay, but still, like, eight. Eh. There's, like, a lot of characters in this show whose age seems whack, like, uh, Minanami, the kid who looks up to Yuri in, uh, the China Cup who I thought was under 15, but no, he's 17. <laughs> like, hmm. uh, I, I was just, like, digging that out and then, like, remembering how, like, every character was, like, like, Yuri's friend who's a mom or whatever it was, like, going, like, all, like, nosebleed hard eyes over Yurio, and it's like, he's 15! I don't know. It's, yeah, it's weird, and, yeah, like, they put, they, they put Yurio in, like, at the beginning, like, they don't explicitly do it, but you know that, that they, they set him up to kind of be like a, oh, is Yurio gonna vie for Victor? Oh, is he yeah. gonna be Victor's pupil, and then that's gonna be their thing? Because, you know, Victor, he gets close with his pupils, like, no, that shouldn't be it, no! No, don't do that. I did like no. you know what that reminds me. I did really like how a running theme with the show was that Victor apparently just threw a rose at fucking literally everyone who has ever been a major figure yeah. skater. That's and he doesn't good. even remember and they all make fun of him for it. Victor's just constantly like, I will help you become a better figure skater someday and then they come and try to out. collect and he's like, What I didn't do that. What? what? And I did like you can take that the narrative uh, similarities between that and apparently Yuri just getting drunk and asking Victor to be his coach a year ago before the show God. started, which I liked. I liked that, that little bit. I, that was a good bit. Yeah, I liked that bit, but I kind of feel like they they should have revealed that sooner. Yeah, kind of. But I feel like doing it at the end is kind of effective, honestly. It, it coinciding with a. Uh us seeing uh, Victor's whole inner monologue that episode, and then ending it with uh, Yuri just drunkenly uh, getting up on Victor, asking him to be... I think that's a good... Uh, I think it's point. good for the ending, because it's like, for the entire series you're being like, why did Victor do this? It's so weird. Like, he just did this like randomly because he saw a YouTube video, and then it's like, oh no, like, it really was like, he had a reason for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm trying to think of anything else. Music, I love the opening. Oh, yeah, like, I've been humming the opening, yeah. like, all week. I like the it's ending, really too, good. honestly. It reminds me of high yeah, school. I, I like the visuals for the ending, but I can't stand that kind of music. Oh, uh, I understand. I mean, it's literally, like, called the Olo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I like that uh, the, the episode that ends with the drunken thing uh, when they're going through the camera reel. I like that song. I like that one. Uh, that was pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, so yeah, all the music's pretty good, except for the one song by fucking JJ. <laughs> I hate it. Every time I heard it, it is this character King JJ. JJ. Yeah, King JJ. Yeah, he did a fucking collaboration, quote unquote, with a with rock some, group. Yeah. Which is apparently a famous rock group, which I'm going to refer to as the Foo Fighters, probably. And <laughs> they just wrote a song for him that's like, You are the best in the world, JJ. You're the king. And it's like the worst. I hate it. He just comes out and he just like is like, everybody, look at me. I'm jerking off. And I'm like, ugh. Yet another Mamoru Miyano. Uh, oh, that, yeah. that see, I- that's the good part about it, though. They picked the best voice actor for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, But I, I will say that was yet another role where I didn't notice it was him until he started hollering at somebody. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately uh, obvious by that point. Honestly, JJ oh. is one of my favorite side characters. Simply because I'm not of how surprised, but yeah. he is. I ha- I had fun with him, but also the point where like he like right at the end he starts to fuck up because of nerves, and it's like oh he purely did this just so Yuri and Yurio could get the top the the top scores and didn't have to worry about it. I was like, okay, all right. It, it is <laughs> like, a bit of like, a, like a, a, a contrivance, yeah. Like, like as soon as he showed up and, like, did way better than both of them, I immately was like, oh, he's going to get in an accident or he's going to clinch up. An Something's going to happen to him. There's no he's going to get no in way. an accident. Victor kills him. Pi- Honestly, the fact he's that gonna, it was he's something. He's going to piss himself on stage. God. At least he's not coming on. Uh, <laughs> so he has I mean, that. I mean, cr- Obviously, I guess I guess Chris just has like like he's he was fucking ready. He, he there was no like nothing on his fucking gear or anything. He must like st- stuff his pants with napkins. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like hell to skate with. Well, you know, skating is hell. Do, That's what do. they say. Yeah. If 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 you know what you're gonna do, you're gonna do. You're gonna prepare for it, right? Yeah, I guess. Honestly, the fact that JJ failed to something is like mundane as nerves is honestly a relief because I didn't want them to go the oh, oh no he's in an accident sort of thing yeah he like snaps his fucking leg in the middle of the rink like oh my god no yeah that would have been kind of weird and cheap yeah I mean this whole show is about like inner struggle yeah it's, yeah. it's very much a show about overcoming your own self doubt um I kind of wish there was more lingering on gay feelings at all um but i'm at least glad that they didn't do the whole but i can't be gay thing that like every show does because i don't like that yeah yeah it was to their credit they did like wholly embrace it towards the end of the show which i was pleased with i was dreading it gonna be some fake out bullshit yeah, yeah, I, I, I do feel like there should have been, like, one or two more scenes of, like, Yuri and Victor, like, connecting on a relationship level, because it kind of felt like just playful flirting for a really long time, and then all of a sudden it kind of hits a wall, and it's just kind of like, oh, they're dating now, oh, they're in love, and it just, it, there's not really, like, a transition moment between like the flirting and the actual like love there's not really that and i feel like that it could have used something like that i i don't know exactly what it would have been but 
just something to make it feel like their relationship was a bit more believable. Yeah. But it still was good. I, 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 do, I did appreciate that they didn't half-ass it, that they... I mean, from what I've read, like, from some interviews with uh, Yamamoto, she was like, I did I did it the best that I could. I wanted to show uh, the kiss full-on, but there was a bunch of censorship, so I, you know, I showed as much as I could have. Because they kiss. They full-on kiss, and they swap rings, and they, you know talk about being in love and it's as it's as explicit as it could be so yeah that's that's what that is and i'm i'm glad that that exists for yeah for, for everyone to enjoy there was a weird uh stretch in like the beginning of the anime which i also uh, attribute to bad pacing where they do this whole thing like oh is yuri in love or has feelings for his old-time childhood friend yeah, that Before was weird. They, like, yeah. I didn't know where they were going with that. And, like, I guess it makes sense, like, oh, that makes it. But then, like, the weird thing to me was for it took me a little bit to realize that the large man with her was, like, her husband and that yeah. other kid. And that those were her kids. Like, I was like, what? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they blew over that real quick. Yeah. It's wild. Those kids were annoying as hell. I don't like those kids. I don't think any side characters, aside from the skaters themselves, were, like, good at all. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, here's a weird... I feel like I don't want to rag on it too much, but, like, the fucking, like, there was that bit where Victor goes back home because his dog choked on a biscuit, and I was just like, man, is this <laughs> oh, really yeah. happening? They're totally like, preparing you for the dog dying. I thought that was, like, also going somewhere with Yuri, like, approaching, like, oh, now he's going to have to deal with having the other dude be his coach. But they didn't even do that. Like, he just hugs him yeah, at the end and is, like, the other guy at all. Devai or whatever. Like, okay. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It felt like a really random thing to do when they could have just had, like, Victor be there and not do anything instead. Like, mm. Yeah. It would have accomplished basically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So one 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 quick thing I want to mention that's that's maybe the fucking stupidest shit in the world. Um So you may have noticed while watching the show that uh in the last episode one of the characters was dressed in a very specific way. Um that is because uh in uh, just an episode of South Park um, there is a scene where it shows someone's browser history and it shows that someone had looked up Yuri on Ice. So, to is, reference that... Is that why they... JJ, there's a short flashback of JJ and he's dressed up like Cartman. So, so that's, that's why worst. they did that. Okay. Yep. It's because, like, it's, for some reason, one of the South Park animators just slipped a Yuri on Ice reference in. So Yuri on Ice was like, okay, we'll make a South Park reference back. It's fucking weird. That was easy. I rolled my eyes super hard seeing that, like. It's so stupid. So stupid, yeah. God. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is a very well-regarded show i mean just like looking on 
like any looking anywhere it just t- talks about how well regarded the show is it won a bunch of the Crunchyroll anime awards which <laughs> probably does probably doesn't fucking mean anything this is Crunchyroll yeah like seven shows are there yeah and then you know it was one of the voted one of the best anime of the year pretty much all around um sold like crazy and now there's a movie coming out this year i'm interested in watching that now honestly yeah i i don't know where they could uh take a movie sequel to this unless they're preparing for a second season or something yeah I guess we'll see. It's 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 called Yuri and Ice the movie Ice Adolescence. Oh shit! It's about Yurio. I hope so. I like Yurio the most. That's what I think. I wish the entire show had been about Yurio. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shadow the Hedgehog. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Rose. <laughs> There's so Yuri on Ice also has this like special that was in uh, the last Blu-ray edition. That's just like two and a half minutes of uh, Yurio skating to some Guns N' Roses ripoff. Oh, hell yeah! While looking uh, slick as hell. Uh, oh, man, I didn't see that. And he's, a, uh, Yeah, it's it's pretty much exclusively like, oh, hey, look how well we can animate Yurio. <laughs> but it's, it's fine. I wish the whole show had production values like that during the skating. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say, it's a very well-animated show, and this was one of those shows yeah. where this is around that point where a bunch of people were f- pausing and finding smear frames, being, oh, it looks like shit, and I feel like I probably did something like that, too. Like, I was wow. like, oh, look at how stupid that is, because I was dumb three years ago, but... I don't know. Honestly, I remember watching the show and bouncing off of it pretty hard uh, the first time I watched it, just because I was like, I didn't like how the characters were paced, and I mean, it it feels like it was a lot of the same complaints that I have now, Um, but, you know, watching it for the show and getting through those, like, poorly paced parts and getting to the end, I definitely feel positive about it, but not like... I'm not, like, in awe of it. I don't think it's, like, one of the best animes ever. I don't think it's, like, top-notch. But it's it's still pretty okay. Like, it's still definitely worth a watch. It's a fun watch, and I would recommend it to folks. What about y'all? How, how, how do you feel? Uh, uh, Trixie, how, how do you feel on the whole I, for, about your animals? I wish I could like it more. I really think uh, the first half of the show... Uh, tempered my enthusiasm for it greatly by the time it actually started mm-hmm. picking up but uh it's not bad i can i can say yeah. that much with confidence sure rose how about you yeah pretty much the same uh, that first half is I, the first half like when i was talking to robin about all this this show uh beforehand um we were talking about how, like, it's a very, very sports anime. It's very sports anime, despite everything. Um, oh, absolutely. And that first yeah, half like, I mean, is the worst of sports anime. Like, straight up. Like, it's all of that exposition with, like, no character groundwork or, like, anything. And it was just like, hey, oh, we need to tell you about how dramatic this rivalry is. Why is it dramatic? Well, like, you fill in the blanks. And it's like, no, I don't want... No. Yeah. Honestly, if there was even like a single additional episode in the first half to just slow things down 
that yeah. would have probably mm-hmm. helped me uh, on board with the show more, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, I... Like, another big complaint I feel, especially early on, is when they just kind of keep introducing skaters and they don't really do anything with them after that, like, first or one or two episodes. And it's just like, oh, here's this random skater, here's yeah. his... Here's his thing, and then he never shows up again. Which is like, and I'm just like, okay. Which is like, why by the time they get to Moscow, it feels uh, more consistent because those are the skaters uh, you'll see for the rest of the show. So they actually get yeah. stuff. Yeah, and they'll like they'll bring up like one or two more, and then I'm just like, and, and then basically that's just me like rolling my eyes for three minutes while they do their skating routine because it doesn't mean anything. It's just like, oh, here's this. I think it was like a Taiwanese guy or a Korean guy. Oh, what? Pitch it? Yeah, he's a Korean dude. Yeah, the Korean dude that shows up for like a second and then he just like, he just loses and then that's it. And it's like, why, why did I watch this? Like, why did I watch this guy just show up once and lose? Like, that was a waste of three minutes of animation. Like, you, you could have brought back someone else to build on them. When they kept saying like, Pitch it was the first, uh, Southern Asian, uh, like, skater to ever make it to the first i was like man i want him to win <laughs> like yeah. i just want him to win he's like going fucking hard in on this like holy shit eh. you know i mean i i guess i guess we all kind of feel the same about the show that we think it's good not great yeah um if there is a second season i really hope it's a uh, paced a lot better at least and gayer they absolutely they at least have the groundwork now to like actually propel the show forwards better yeah. For real. And gayer, yes. Isn't it a manga? Don't they have it, a manga? I don't think so. I believe I it's an original, but they do have manga spinoffs for this. Hmm. Here, I'm All looking right. it up. There's a manga. It's a spinoff, though, right? Uh, let me see. There seems to be a manga. I'm s- yeah, it's sides so spinoffs. Spinoffs, spinoffs. Okay. All right, well, uh, how about we read off some opinions and uh, answer some questions about Yuri on Ice from the listeners? Hell yeah. Uh, first off, from an anonymous user, uh, they say, Hey, so JJ is hot, right? And it's not just because of his Canadian tire sponsorship. Uh, he's. Mm. I would say he's handsome. Really? I, yeah. Well, I, I honestly, know. I think so. I don't know that he's, like, my definition of a dude being hot, but... I can see where Anon's coming from. If I mean, I guess he's a little he's a little too cocky for for my taste, I guess, but you know. If um You do you. If Yuria wasn't 15, he would be my type. Uh so I Victor is the one who is my type out of all these people. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Cuz he's sure. fucking weird. Wow. Every time he says "Wow," yeah, I'm like, "Oh, wow, this is great!" Wow. Like when uh, he does all uh, was, he slides all that like English in for yeah. like, no reason, even though he's Russian. <laughs> like when when uh, when my favorite one was when uh, it was the next episode preview for the last one, I think, where or for the second to last one, where Yuri's like, they're like, "Oh, it's Christmas is coming up. What do you want, Victor?" And he's like, "I don't know." And what are you gonna get me, Yuri? And Yuri goes something round and gold, and he goes, "Wow!" And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> wow!" <laughs> like, fucking. God. All right. Um. 
Another anonymous user says, um, this is their opinion here, uh, it's easily Sayo Yamamoto's weakest anime by a long shot, but Yuri on Ice is still a decently fun time. That's kind of all it is, though, and really lacks the stronger elements of her other directorial work. I haven't actually watched it since it aired, but as someone watching as a fan of the director, I was way let down. Besides a couple of side characters, I wasn't really attached to anyone by the end, and as a show trying to be flagrantly gay, it always ends up a slight step too short to actually be explicit. Yeah, Yeah. although, I guess, uh, considering what uh, Yamamoto said about, like, censorship and stuff, it kind of makes sense on that front. Mm-hmm. It's wild that man. It's wild she was getting censored for that, and then Sakura Trick was out there fucking doing whatever. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Damn. Did did Sakura Sakura Trick have boys or girls though? Girls, but you'd think that would be worse. I don't know. Mm. Well, you know how anime fans are. Oh, you're right. And you're right. Yeah. Naruto and Sasuke kissed in 2003. But that was comedy. That wasn't actual yeah. love. Okay. Uh, um, excuse you, John. <laughs> Hello. Are you going to bring this into my home? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to stand on the hill of Sasunaru. She woken up by John. <laughs> no, that would be Sa- uh, Naruneji. And uh... don't fucking start this shit right now, okay? <laughs> I will turn this podcast off. Oh no. We made it nine and a half episodes, and then we ended it, all right? <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Robin wrote in and said, uh, the romance and the sports arcs are both very solid, and while the characters don't get a ton of development, pretty much everyone is likable. My only problem with the show is when I'm looking for girls' love content online, Yuri's stupid face will show up in Plates of Lesbians. Four That's five. true. She's right. It drives me crazy. Do do you have to type in like Yuri quote girls you, for real? You have to though, type in like unquote. Yuri girls love or Yuri lesbians and stuff like that. And even Yuri lesbians will sometimes bring up fucking Yuri on ice and then like I don't know the Italian incest man's sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. That's quite the ship. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, there's right, two women uh, in the show, so. Sure. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Kageya Ho- I'm sorry for butchering your Tumblr username here, but Kageya Homari-san says, uh, or asks, Which of the Yuri on Ice Boys do you all think only listens to parody versions of Top 40 songs? <laughs> Thanks in oh advance. Oh my god. Hmm. Uh, JJ? I would say JJ. Yeah, you know what, JJ. Wouldn't it be funny if the rock band he worked with was fucking Weird Al or something? Like, (laughs) he's just dancing to, like, eat it. Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. God. Honestly, JJ strikes me as a type to listen to parody songs entirely seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You know what? The the band is Tenacious D, so it can be Foo Fighters. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Foo Fighters drummer there or whatever. Yeah, he listens to fucking Tenacious D. Uh, I okay. Wait, I I bet Victor does. He listens to that and symphonic music because he doesn't know what music is because he's been kept in a fucking bunker his entire life. Yeah, <laughs> he he listens to like fucking those like symphonic covers of songs. 
just like skating. He listens skating to the Leap to, like, Street Boys. Version, yeah, violin versions of Eye of the Tiger. Just like, <laughs> he listens. Uh, uh, you know what? JJ probably listens to fucking the. You know when wrestling men have to make fake versions of real songs oh to be there. <laughs> so that's what JJ yes. listens to. Just listens to fucking wrestling entrance music. Yeah. Oh my god. Fuck that. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh boy. Me and Nami, uh, the the kid who looks up to Yuri, probably exclusively listens to Kids Bop. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> People send Yurio Kids Bop CDs, and he gets. Oh my god. It. Yeah, that's why his fan club sends him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that'd be good alright well uh, I guess uh, that should do it for our discussion of Yuri on Ice is there anything uh, either of you want to throw out there before we move on uh, No. I liked when they uh, when Yuri fell on top of him and kissed him in the uh, first big skating event I liked uh, I, I liked when they announced uh Triple toe loops, quadruple loop, <laughs> um, triple axle. I like every time they did a quad quad and they were just like, no one's ever done a quad quad. And I think this is the seventh time. Honestly, honestly, that's pretty hype after a certain point. Like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll buy into that. If, yeah, I'm, I, I can never watch professional figure skating if there's going to be like announcers because if i just hear people going like oh he's going for the triple loop i'm gonna be like, oh, fuck, like <laughs> i'm gonna be so tired uh the, like like the announcers during the skating are like this episode's version of the fucking lane taxi like, i don't want to <laughs> see that shit anymore please put it away i'm done all right well That'll be it for our Yuri on Ice discussion. Uh, thanks, thank you two for uh, joining in, and thank you all for watching it with us. Uh, we'll announce the next anime at the end of the show. Um, how about we move on to talking about other stuff that we've been watching lately? Um, Trixie, why don't you start this time? All right. Uh, the anime I want to start with is uh, the Corpse Party anime, because oh. that shit sucked. Yeah. You ever play the games? I have not, no. Okay. I've been meaning to, but uh, the anime's my introduction, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, like, Corpse Party is about these high school kids who play this, uh, like, a horror prank thing or whatever, not expecting it to actually teleport them to hell, I guess. And one, all, they all just die off uh, slowly uh, because... The whole show is like torture porn. It's, I'm not sure what to make of it. I don't know if the games are anything like it, but uh, they're pretty torture porny. I'll say that. I gu I guess I'm. I don't mind like that, torture porn stuff much. If there's, if there's like if there's actual, stuff between it. Yeah, but it's just like, it gets exhausting to just watch uh elementary schoolers and high schoolers just die without like any semblance of logic or reason yeah. to it. like it's only four episodes and by like the halfway point i just was done with it pretty much like how do the games play out exactly uh, there's 
chapters and puzzles and like alternate routes you can take and stuff like that and like you can do a lot of different stuff i I have a friend who swears by them i've only ever played through the first one um i yeah they do interesting stuff with uh sound like they have 3d audio and stuff like that that's Um, pretty cool and it's just like a weird combination of like there's no battles as far as i remember like earthbound but it has that weirdness that sort of like earthbound does with um like a degree of puzzle solving like silent hill almost yeah i they're interesting i i feel like a lot was missing uh from the anime not story-wise but like uh substance-wise and that's probably why Cause Would I'll, you say this is like the Dung and Rampa anime? <laughs> it's it's way worse. I wow. I mean, I've not played Corpse Party, so I can't compare it directly to the game. But uh, I felt like all I, I felt like I was uh, missing everything but the death scenes from the game. Sounds bad. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's four episodes long, and I don't even want to finish it. Wow, that's. <laughs> That's harsh, but yeah. I I believe you. Jeez. Uh, I I definitely want to play the game soon. At least see uh, how good they are. But can't say I recommend a corpse party. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna hop in. All right. Real All quick right. and talk about a couple of things. Um. Let's see here. Uh, first off, uh, here, here's my manga takes real quick i'm gonna run down some manga that i've read um first off i finally read through my uh copy of the second omnibus of 20th century boys that shit continues to be amazing um i'm gonna be honest i don't know how it keeps going from where it goes because i'm like i don't know like 20 something chapter well no like 40 something chapters in but there's like 200 chapters and i kind of don't know how it keeps going from here because it kind of seems like it's heading towards the end. But it's not. It's going to still going. Or it's going to keep going. So I guess we'll find out. But oh my god, I love it so much. It's such a good story. I don't want to tell anyone about any of it. Because it's all just a bunch of twists and turns. And uh. great characters and great dialogue and interesting story. Oh my god, it's so cool. I mean, I, I, I told you all about it a few weeks ago. But to go over it... um. It's about this, like, group of uh, like nearing middle-aged dudes who were all friends when they were in elementary school. And while they were friends, uh, they basically started to, like, you know, when you're a kid, you try to come up with a bunch of, like, weird stories. And, like, when you're playing, you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, here's my superpower and all that shit. Well, they did that, and they wrote it all down. But then one of the kids they hung out with decided to make it real and is taking over the world with it. Hell yeah. So, it's really cool, and now, like, the rest of them have to gang together and stop this one kid from just, you know, wiping out all life on Earth. It's it's super cool. It's super cool. Um, definitely check it out. The omnibuses are 20 bucks each. Um, they're very nice quality. Hopefully I they keep up the momentum uh, after whatever plot point is uh, you're approaching against. Because it seems weird that it feels like it's nearing the end when there's 200-something chapters. I mean, honestly, last last time it almost felt like it was nearing the end, and now this time, like, I feel like each, it might just feel, like, it ramps up. Yeah. It ramps up more and more. 
and it's really cool. Um, so who knows? Maybe by the end of the third volume, they'll be in space. Hell yeah. And then by the fourth volume, they'll be underground. And then by the fifth volume, they'll be in another dimension. I don't know. We'll see. Because that's kind of what I would guess would have to happen to ramp up further. But I, I wouldn't count it out. Um, I read through... Because um, these other two I got from that uh, manga Humble Bundle a while back. Um, I read through what they gave out of Flying Witch. Um, that's the, uh, the, I, the, there was an anime adaptation not too long ago, but I just read the manga. Uh, it's about this girl who moves in with her, like, extended family. Like, I think it's her, like, cousins and aunt and uncle. Um, but she's a witch in training. And, you know, she's not, like, she's not exactly like my pretties like that kind of fucking witch she's just like oh yeah no i can cast little spells and float around on my broom and it's it's really cute um it's just a very good i feel like saying slice of life makes it sound like it's realistic but it's it's fantastical slice of life it's just all these cute characters interacting in this world where magic exists and you know nothing bad's gonna happen to them they just interact with cute fantastical things and are all cute that's it it's just like a cute family hanging out and being cute together nice um and then the last one i've only read a little bit of but it was it was pretty okay um i'm i because usually i read stuff while i'm on the bus to and from class and uh i can't really read too much of it while i'm on the bus because uh one of the ladies has her titties out a little bit um, so, you know, I don't want people yeah. thinking I'm a fucking per- pervert on the bus. Um, but it's, it's just a comedy manga. It's called Heaven's Design Team. And it's basically, it's, it's a really weird sh- shit. Uh, it's about a group of angels who God has basically told to design the animals. And it's just like... It's just, you know, the the characters are, are, like, take it or leave it, but it's just a bunch of, like, gag chapters where they're, like, well, God told us to make this creature that has a, um, that can eat leaves at the top of the trees. What are we gonna do? And then someone's like, oh, why don't I create a fucked up horse with wings? And it's like, no, you can't make it. Like, he keeps, tra- he, he keeps trying to pitch the unicorn and, or the Pegasus, and he won't fucking shut up about it. He's so obsessed with his horse. He made the horse. He loves the horse. But he wants to make the fucking Pegasus now, and we're not going to let him. So then they're like, oh, wait, how about we make a horse with a really long neck? And then they, like, m- basically make a giraffe, nice. but they don't, like... They don't figure out, like, how to wire it properly, so they, like, create it, and it poofs into existence, and then it just immediately dies, and they're like, no, what do we do? How do we fix this? Like, it's it's funny. It's it's just a cute gag manga. It's not, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, like, hopping up and down to recommend it, but if you got the, the if you got that Humble Bundle, I would say definitely check it out, because it's, it's cute. Uh, but that's my manga minute, I guess. Um, Rose. Yeah. Hi. Talk about something you've been watching. Um, you know what? I didn't write it down on our little docket, but I can do my my quick run through of Sword Art Online and shit, and then talk about something else. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Here's what happened on Sword Art Online: the <laughs> the clown that makes video game sound effects mm-hmm. uh, ex- 
inflated and then exploded <laughs> to a video game sound effect. <laughs> like, you know, like in Dig Dug when they inflate the thing and then it blows up. It was like that. Uh, all the while, while he was saying, like, I get off to to weird sadist shit, I was like, I don't like this at all. Oh, the clown was like all horny. It's bad. Um, bad. Uh, like nothing happened. That's the wildest thing I could say. Is remember how I was saying like, man, after the opening, Sorted Online is just nonstop fighting. It's like now this like past like three episodes has been Kirito talking to someone, and I can't stand it. I don't want Kirito mm. to speak to anyone. Because what he does is he spouts exposition. Someone will try to, like, rebuttal at him, and he doesn't know what to do. So he just says nothing. And it's like, okay, nice. Kirito. Uh, Kirito has to fight his boyfriend. Because he fucked John oh, DeArc no. evil horny. Um, no. And removed his... his uh, he turned off his firewall, so now he has a virus because he did that. Um... And he turned off a firewall so he can get his nut. He—that's what he did. Yeah, that, that I'll tell. Did I? Did I mention this in the last episode? I think I did. Oh, ab- absolutely, yeah. you did. But you know. Also, in between that episode and now, there was an episode entitled "Episode Eighteen Point Five of Sword Art Online," and I cannot recommend uh-huh. that a show does not do a point five more than ever than to a show like Sword Art Online, which is infamous for its point fives. Uh, if you know what I'm talking but, about. But- I absolutely do. So, so did Kirito? <laughs> did Kirito toss out like three gallons of nut in this episode? Or what? that was a recap episode, <laughs> but they called it that, and it was like all I could think of that entire time was, oh god, oh god, uh, it's not good. No, um, yeah, that's sort of online. Uh, I found out a thing about Index. Now, did I mention why Index... Uh, the only reason Index has been made at Season 3. Um, uh-huh. This makes a lot of sense to me. Because I was thinking, like, man, Index is very generic light novel material. And everyone likes the spinoff more, Railgun. So why did they make mm. Index 3 after all these years, not Railgun? And like they did announce Railgun 3 recently. But mm-hmm. I was wondering, I was like, why? The answer is because fucking index has this stupid arc called world war three where world war three happens and then there's a spin-off and the third season of railgun will take place after that uh they wanted to make an anime for the spin-off which is about accelerator the white hair edgy boy but they couldn't do it because it wouldn't make sense without what happens in that one arc of of uh, Index. So they nice. made the third season of Index like fucking ten years later so that they could make the Accelerator series. Pretty good. And that's, that's some next-level okay. bullshit. Uh, that show's been fun just because it's Accelerator saying shit like, this level of darkness is still pretty weak sauce and stuff like that. And, you know, uh-huh. I like that. Um... But the vast majority of what I've been watching in the past two weeks is I finally convinced my roommate to watch Gurren Lagann. Uh, and that was the first Congratulations. Time. Yeah, thank you. It's, you know, it's my favorite series. Um, and this is my first time watching the actual series since, uh, like, 2012. Uh, oh, wow. Because I watched the movies, right? Because the movies are better. I want to say that right now. The movies are better. I can say that definitively after this remake, after this rewatch. 
But mm-hmm. I will say, the movies do lose something, which is that I feel like the emotional stuff in the core series of Grin Lagan is actually still pretty good and like really, really like well written. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of the stuff about like uh, Simon coping with communist stuff uh, and death and things like that and moving forward is handled better in the show it's only like two episodes of that everyone always complains about the commune depression arc or whatever and it's only two episodes two i don't know yeah that's but like not that much compared that's nothing to, yeah i feel like people just were like weird about it because of like the traditional gynax pace is usually so insane um but like that and then there's also stuff in the second half where Rosu, the character of Rosu, is examined and, like, how he ended up being the way that he is in part two and, like, his life and all this other stuff. That's a lot more interesting than what they do in the movie. Because what they do in the movie is basically Rosu acts like a dick in the second half of Garen Lagan. He's, like, this very big, like, uh, political man, like, trying to, like, do everything that's right politically and stuff like that. And it ends up blowing up on him. And he ends up trying to kill himself at, after all that. And they spend, like, an entire episode around, like, that last bit that's really good and effective. Um, but in the movie, what they do is, instead of it being portrayed as, like, oh, Rosu was trying to do what he thought was best because of the way he's lived his life and all of these things he's done, uh, they just portrayed it as, man, Rosu was stupid, and then he tried to kill himself, which is also stupid. What a stupid thing. And it's, like, a lot less effective, you know? Like, it doesn't yeah. feel very emotionally resonating to just be like, yeah, this guy was stupid, and then he tried to be an idiot after, I don't know. Um, that said, I'm so glad for most of what the movie's cut out. Um, the entire Hot Springs episode, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm, um, I tweeted about it, but it is incredibly bold that... Like, Kill a Kill is if they made the Hot Springs episode of Gurren Lagann into a full anime. Like, that's incredibly bold of them to do that, when that's easily the worst episode. Um, uh, but, like, the, all the fight scenes in the movies are better. Um, they, like, really streamline a lot of the stuff that was unnecessary. Like, there's a bit near the end where, the, in this original series, they just kill off, like, everyone for no reason. Um, and that's gone in the movies. They don't do that. Uh, they do a lot more interesting stuff. Uh, they made it so that the little pig mole, the little tiny mole doesn't turn into a human in the movies. Thankful for that. Because fuck that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that ever. Horrible. It was the most unnecessary thing. Like, I remember when I watched it the first time, I was like, why did this happen? And watching this again, I'm just like, man, why did this happen? Did they, <laughs> like, did they explain the in the show i can't remember if they like had a justification uh, yes they did uh he stored all the spiral energy that had been exiting simon throughout the entire series inside of him and then used it to evolve rapidly that's so dumb it is stupid so they removed it they cut they killed they got rid of so many characters like i was noticing like uh, they just gave Yoko a mech, whereas in the series, Yoko just rides on some random dude's mech. Um, but in the movies, they just give her one, which is good. Nice. Um, 
The movies are better. Watch the movies, everyone. That's what I'm saying. Even if you've seen Gurren Lagann, if you haven't seen the movies, watch the movies because they are amazing. They're so good. I've watched the second one 90 times or something. Nice. It's so fucking good. Like, man. Anyways, I love Gurren Lagann still. Uh, Recommend it to everyone. John. Yes. Pokemon. Yeah, so, um, Pokemon is, uh, weird, still, um, I'll give you the, the update, the rundown, the Pokemon rundown, um, so the last episode wasn't really anything, it was Ash fighting Hapu, um, oh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't remember, yeah, it, it would have been after we recorded, I'm pretty sure, so yeah, so, the the last the episode where we fought Hapu, they did the fucking weird shit that they always do with the show where they're like, oh, we have to figure out a way for Ash to like seem impressive for beating a trainer, cause she's a ground type trainer, and you would think, oh, he could just send out his Rowlet, cause Rowlet would be grass and flying, it would be immune to ground type moves, and it could be super effective with grass, but then Ash is like, hang on a minute, I'm gonna send out my Pikachu. And it's like, huh? What? <laughs> Scoozy? Yeah, sounds like Pokemon Sp- anime. Pikachu's getting its ass beat for like 15 minutes of this episode. Pretty 15 tall. minutes straight. And then, I don't remember exactly what happens. I think Pikachu gets like knocked up into the air really far and then like starts flying back down. And it splashes some water onto the opponent. And then Rotom's like... <gasps> That was like using douse, the move douse. And Oh my god. Is that move turns your that move turns your opponent into a water type. (laughs) Fucking stupid ass like robot is like, oh my god. It turns out these Pokemon were just throwing water on them and there wasn't anything special going on. Like So then Pikachu just Pikachu just uses a thunder move once and knocks it out. Man, fuck that. That seems like a dumb way to resolve the fight. Yeah, well, you know, I really don't like the battle episode. I don't like, like, I know this sounds fucking insane, but I don't like the episodes of Pokemon where they battle. I really don't. (laughs) It's weird, but it's true. I like the episodes where they're hanging out, doing shit, or when Team Rocket's involved. That's what I like to watch. I like Team Rocket, and I like the goofy episodes, but when, like, Ash is doing some kind of trial or something, it gets boring and stupid. I don't know. Um... And the newest episode was really weird. Um, some Meltan like stowed away on the boat when they were coming home from the uh, from the island, and they just get off the boat and start eating all kinds of metal. And it's like legitimate. Like there's maybe like fifteen of them, maybe less than that. But it's like a debilitating infestation. Like fucking. Manholes are devoured in seconds. Oh my god. They're eating, like, hundreds of tools and, like, screws and mechanical items. Like, if these Pokemon are just left to their own devices, they would just wipe out fucking... They would wipe out all technology on the island within a couple of weeks, probably. Maybe less than that. Maybe days. But... It's just presented as, oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're just rolling around. They're so cute. Oh, my goodness. But, 
they get separated somehow. I think one like some of them go up a go up through a sewer, and then another one like keeps going for a little bit, and then comes up later. Um, one group goes to the Pokemon school where Ash and his friends are, and then the other half go to Team Rocket's hideout. Because uh, they they uh, James buys some like some supplies from a store, and it's all like metal stuff. So they hop in there and eat all the supplies. Um, and then so the the Pokemon school group, like the kids are just like looking at them being like, oh my God, they're so cute. Oh, this is a new Pokemon. They start like taking notes and like, you know, Rotom's taking pictures and shit. And um, then the other group is with Team Rocket and they're just destroying Team Rocket's hideout. And I feel really bad because like right before this, James was like, oh, I'm so glad that we got a good deal on these on these items. We're so poor, and I'm really glad oh, that we no. got enough stuff. Oh, so my God, like, no. I'm like, why did they... T- <laughs> like, Team Rocket's evil, but they're still like, we're so poor. And then the fucking Meltan eat all the oh, supplies no. that he bought. They eat, like, their computer. Oh, they my eat God. Their, like, they chew up James's bottle cap collection. Oh. It's so fucked up. They're... <laughs> Although there is a really good scene where after they chew up the bottle caps and James like sees it, there's like a good ten seconds where James literally just starts going <laughs> like for ten fucking seconds, and it's insanely. Like, he sounds like he's turning into an ape. It's really good. <laughs> but then like um, the like a bunch of the Meltan like climb up the Pokemon School and try to eat the like big bell at the top, and then they don't get to because it starts to ring, and then they start like vibrating or some shit, and then the rest of the Meltan like find them and they regroup and then like run away, but one of them stays behind because it loses its like the nut on the top of its head. We're saying nu- I'm saying nut a lot this. Episode. Yeah, this is the nut episode. You can call the episode that. The there episode. you go. <laughs> episode. 10, this is the, the nut episode. episode. Uh, it loses the nut on its head, and then uh, Rowlet, like, fights a Mukuro over it and, like, brings it back to it. So now the, the Meltan's, like, friends with Rowlet, and I guess Ash will catch it now next episode. Because the next episode is literally called, I'll Catch Meltan. So Ash is going to catch the Meltan next episode. Um, I love Meltan. I just want to say that. It's, it's so cute. I mean... Meltan's cute, but I'll still continue to stand by my claim that they really should have, instead of introducing a new Pokemon, they should have made Missing No Cannon. I yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I they are so cowardly about that. I was pissed off between that and the revive and under the truck instead of making it Mew. They should have put Mew under the truck, or done like a little cutscene or something like that would have been cute like anything there she there should have been a reference yeah there should have been a thing where like maybe you like look behind the truck and like mew is back there but then it like runs away and it leaves yeah like Like, all i could think of with the revive was like oh my god mew died (laughs) 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 he died under the truck they flattened it and it became a ditto (laughs) god but yeah it's pokemon's pokemon um yeah, I I just hope that the next couple of episodes are going to be more fun stuff cuz uh, I mean, so they've finished all the trials. Ash has finished all the trials. All that's left is the Pokémon and Team Skull. But 
I mean, they're gonna have to move on to Sword and Shield by, I guess, November. So they have until now. They have from now until November to, to wrap up Sun and Moon. I guess, right? Yeah. I don't. I mean, they've been going wave. They've been going for so long, haven't they? It's been over two years. Yeah. Well, yeah, three years. Yeah. Sun and Moon's lasted three years because it's been. And did Sun this anime Moon start right Sun away? And, Moon, and let's go. I don't know Cause if I it started right away. I feel like people were talking about, like, the fucking X and Y one, like, forever, and they were saying they liked it or something. I don't remember. Or maybe I'm thinking of black and white. I mean, the X and Y one lasted a bit because they, you know, they did X and Y and then Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, so they had two years to cover that anime. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we're going to... I guess we'll find out, because, you know, they have, I guess they have a few more months to wrap it up, and, you know, yeah, I think, like, if they do a Team Skull arc, and then they do Ash challenging the League, that, that's, that, they could fit that in pretty easily, plus whatever filler they want to throw in, because I guess they're gonna do at least one more Meltan episode until Meltan's just a part of Ash's team, and then they'll do whatever else, so... I'm sure they'll have one last arc of the, like, each of the kids have an episode or something, probably, I bet, and then maybe one more, like, Ultra Recon Squad episode or some shit. I don't think there are any more Ultra Beasts that they haven't covered, but I don't know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, Pokemon. Trixie. Hey. What, what else have you watched? I've watched, uh, Steins Gate Zero. Oh hell yeah! Uh-huh. Uh, it was, it was really good. I liked it more than uh, OG. Oh Steins good, you watched Gate. it all. Yeah, I. Actually, oh hell yeah! It's feel the same as me then. Yeah. I actually uh, finished it like a few days after we finished the last uh, Chooch episode, because I was still watching it even before then. Uh, Steinsgate Zero is basically the spinoff to Steinsgate, sort of like the alternate route kind of thing uh it was i really liked it uh primarily because it actually like res i want to say respectfully uh showcased uh stuff like trauma and ptsd and depression in in a way that was really surprising to me considering how the how a og steinsgate uh kind of treated itself at times even in the more serious bits like uh like uh okabe having flashbacks uh as he's just going about his life uh due to some small incidental thing and him just trying not to have a meltdown in public is like yeah that's like how it can be sometimes and the fact that they even like were serious about uh showcasing that kind of thing was really surprising uh yeah and really good uh especially since they pretty much kept uh treating it seriously throughout the entirety of the series even when they did start to eventually how does it play how does the uh vn play out in the uh story department rose it's roughly the same um but it, what it does, which I prefer, honestly, over the series, is it, like, half the game you play is Suzuha. 
so it's a lot of Suzuha's internal monologues and stuff like that, which you can see in the anime, I think, pretty easily, because there's a lot of times where they're just focusing on her going around doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I like that because, like, she has her own problems that she needs to deal with. Uh, but And then there's also focus on, um, oh, God, what's her name? Is it Fuka? Fuka? I did... The, the girl who girl. looks like Chie from Persona, yeah. Yeah. Her. She, she, you play as her sometimes. Uh, and that's not really explained in the show, but she has the rating Steiner. Does she? Yeah. That's, that's weird, but okay. It's explained more in the, the game. I, yeah, I kind of feel like the show sort of goes off the rails with its uh, sci-fi elements by the end. Yeah. Like, I... That kind of thing doesn't usually bother me as long as, like, the rest of it is done really well or really compelling. But when Okabe just, like, goes forward in time by, like, 20 years with no explanation other than (laughs) just because, it... Yeah. Well, they explained it. It was a really stupid explanation, but they explained it. The explanation was like he just got knocked unconscious and was in a coma for 20 years or something. No, so it, what it was was that uh, he got like knocked unconscious by the thing or whatever and then went into a coma and then they ended up using the fucking data from what they sent into the machine to like put into his like dead body, basically. So they just basically fished out his uh, memories from purgatory? Yeah. That's... It is stupid still, I told you. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of stretches it, uh, when it was already, like, feeling really stretched yeah. by that point. Uh, I, I love Maho. That's just yeah. what I want to say. She's, like, amazing. She's still, my favorite character. Yeah, Maho's really good. Uh, all, pretty much every character got better in Zero, I would say. Even, yeah. Even the, like, uh minor characters from the first season like uh luca or uh moika which yes she definitely was but uh better in zero yeah Uh, actually doing stuff and not being uh some side villain god bless i really like uh i guess i don't know spoilers for steins gate uh but like my favorite thing was hands down like at the beginning of the game, uh, the game, uh, the show, when stuff starts happening again, uh, and Okabe has to do something about it, he immediately just goes, well, I know Mr. Braun is a fucking crazy assassin, man, so I'm just gonna go to him instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I just really like that, because the concept of, like, this was, like, a big reveal all the way towards the end of Steins Gate, and he's just been putting up with it, I guess, this entire time. Yeah. God. It, I really like Okabe now after Zero. Yeah. Like actually, he's a lot better. Him, actually, seeing him respond to like uh, trauma and shit in a very realistic and normal way, while despite the fact that everything's still outrageously complex is. Yeah, even like when he like when he starts to try and come back and be like all chuny again and like confident, he immediately breaks again. And then, yeah. like, goes back into being, like, all scared of everything until it's, he can, like, do it again. Yeah, and they don't even try to play off his depression as, like, jokes or whatever. Which is, Yeah, no. 
it's really good. Uh, I would almost say that in Zero readings, Steiner was like in the, a metaphor for like actually having flashbacks. It wasn't. Yeah. They didn't make it as uh, direct of a superpower thing uh, as they did in the OG Steinsky. Uh, also, Zero has one of the best OPs ever, simply for the lyrics, <laughs> there, there is no God, wonderful new world. <laughs> there is no God. Yeah. Every single time I was losing my mind. I I was completely blown away by the uh, God bless. I, uh, oh, I really like the second ending also. Yeah. Uh, with, it's just Kurisu walking. It's good. It's really simple, but really effective. And honestly, after uh, watching Zero, it made me want to just watch, rewatch the movie. Uh, yeah. Just to see it from that perspective. Uh, I feel like Zero's like the more realistic approach to Steinsgate's story. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, if it, The original definitely feels... Uh, Optimist. I don't even say optimistic. Like, uh, what's the word? It resolves I, itself like fairly neatly. Yeah, like almost too neatly. I don't mind, but if, but like after watching Zero, it definitely made me realize that uh, Okabe acts way more naturally in response to things. Even just his decision not to fix everything right at the start, which was honestly way more. Uh, Realistic than just him being all gung ho about going back in time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, apparently, Steinsgate Zero being uh, my favorite over the OG series isn't a popular opinion. Since I that's keep, crazy. I keep seeing people calling Zero like crap or like, which Ugh. I I guess uh, I guess if I focused in on the sci-fi part of it too much the. I would have been disillusioned, but... but I, I don't know, the first series was about people making a time machine with a microwave. Yeah, so, honestly, who knows? Uh, uh, did you watch the Valentine's episode? Uh, yes. It was... I love that. <laughs> it was better than I expected because they kept all the men out for almost the yeah. entirety. I and, just really liked the ending. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of a weird OVA. It's like a sequel to... An earlier episode, but yeah. also its own. I don't know. It was weird. It's filler. It's cute. Whatever. Steins Gate Zero is good. Okay. Thanks for the update. Rose, uh, what else have you been up to? Um. So real quick, let's see. Uh, I won't talk about Boogie Pop because I don't want to spoil anything for Trixie. Uh. <laughs> but Boogie Pop's pretty good still. They dumped fucking five episodes in one day, uh, a couple yeah, weeks why? back. I they did they announced it before the series started. Like, apparently, apparently one of the arcs was supposed to be just a two-hour-long episode, but I guess instead they broke it up into individual episodes, which is why I they think dumped it just like five at once. I think it aired on TV as one full one. Oh, that makes sense. Billion mm. Crunchyroll just broke it up. Um. It uh, it was pretty good. Uh, it makes there's 18 episodes to this, which makes a lot more sense, I guess, because it makes sense to do a two-hour one and then like you know finish the same time every other season is finishing. Yeah. Um, but it was good. 
Um, I've also been watching Sengoku Collection. Y'all ever hear about that? No. It's weird. It's uh, this anime based off of a mobile game from 2009, 2009, uh, where this girl version of Oda Nobunaga is teleported to modern Japan and has to go around finding all the other Sengoku-era people who have been sent to Japan. Also, they're all girls, by the way. Uh, and steal their treasure, quote-unquote. Nice. Uh, it's weird. What's the, qu- what's the quote-unquote? I don't know what the treasure is. <laughs> I don't know she just goes, can I have your treasure? Then she points a sword at them and a light comes out of them. So what? it's a metaphorical treasure, I guess. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I it, the weirdest part is that they all look the same. They all look like um uh like moe blobs basically, except for Date Masamune, who looks like a Black Lagoon character. Nice. And she's all just right. this giant like buff woman with an eye patch who has her boobs out, and it's really weird. And she's like drawn in a completely different style. Huh. Shows weird. Uh, I kind of like it, uh, because it's so stupid, I guess. Like, because it's literally like, man, you know, fucking Hideyoshi, that guy who, like, was Oda Nobunaga's, like, right-hand dude. What if it's just a tiny anime girl who just loves to eat rice? What if? I can relate to that last part. Yeah. Makes sense. That was they were just really stupid game. and everyone hates them. Hmm. Uh, it's good. I, I enjoy it. I've been enjoying it. It's really stupid. It's nothing deep. Uh, it's weird. I don't know why this exists. It's weird to see a mobile game anime in 2000... This is, the anime was from 2010. Like, it's weird to think of a fucking mobile game adaptation from 2010, I feel to say. Yeah. Because uh, everything else was, like, more recent. Um... And then other than that, I've only been watching one other thing, which is The Promised Neverland, which you've been watched also, Trixie, right? Yep. Yeah, what do you think of it? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get tired of it again. I, mm-hmm. I, they just talk so much, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, talking so much is like one thing, but like, they don't, nothing subtle in that show almost. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of tiring, especially with the recent episode where with a uh, sister crone, which really soured me on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, I I don't know what to make of Promise Neverland, despite still watching it. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like I appreciate to the degree in the first few episodes how, like, psychological and, like, how many steps they were taking with their planning and stuff like that and all, like, double-crossing and stuff like that. I thought that was interesting. But I feel like knowing, apparently, that, like, after... Like, there's, like, 12 volumes of this right now out or something, and we're almost done the season and we're on volume two is, like, maybe they could have gone a little faster. Yeah. I, once, like, there's a certain point in the show where they, uh, where they try to find out who among them is a traitor, 
and after that, like, all the subtlety of the show stops, and they just mm-hmm. exposition so much. It's, yeah. Although, I, I will, I will say it's, uh, it looks, uh, amazing. Yeah, I love it. Especially, love- especially the OP, which is also a banger. On fire. Oh, I think about that all the time. Because I just think of CVS bangers. I tweeted that. I just think it's like, like the PK fire or whatever. It's just like... <laughs> Pecan butter. Oh, it's just like fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just every time the opening starts, it just randomly has the voice go, fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's dope. That's lit. It, it makes me yeah. really hype for the show. It does too, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then the show is very kind of... Uh, I, What's the word? I don't know. I don't know. I, If it doesn't pick up, they'll probably just end up doing another season anyway, given how popular this is. So I hope yeah. the second season is going to I be... feel like from what I could glean from chapter titles, it seems like it's definitely going to get more interesting. At least, at least if they keep talking, I don't want it to just be like the most... You want it to be talking with action, right? Like, that's what you want. You want it to be, like, they talk and have something interesting to say, and then, like, something meaningful happens instead of, like, them just talking about the escape for, like, ten episodes. Yeah, or at least if they're talking, I'd rather it just be, like, subtle. Because yeah. I, I like Crone, but she, like, spouts every single thought uh, yeah. so flamboyantly, which I didn't have much of an issue with, but... I did start to pick up the manga, uh, mm-hmm. just to see, and uh, apparently a lot of the characters just have internal monologues, or especially Crone does, instead of, like, she has this creepy doll in the anime that she constantly talks to, which doesn't exist in the manga because she's just talking to herself in her yeah. head, which oh, makes her seem God. a lot more, like, yeah. calm and composed and wow. instead yeah. of, like, this clown that she is which god it's kind of a bit racist the way that it is yes absolutely yes probably not even a bit it just is racist i'm so tired of i've been rewatching dorara too honestly and it's like man i wish anime could stop with the blackface it would be great it would be really awesome god (sighs) it's it's an alright show. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, that's what it, I, just I has, feel like. It just has problems. Yeah, I feel like the most interesting thing to me is I really like the dynamic between uh, the mom and them, where it's yeah. like they know that the mom knows basically, but for some reason they don't think that she knows everything, and then she just knows everything and is just letting things happen, and I like that. Like it's very interesting. Like, well, how do they beat that? Right, Absolutely, and I think yeah. that's cool. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I like that. Yeah, that jo- yeah. John, did you watch Kaguya yet? Watch Kaguya, please. Uh, probably soon. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, yeah, I got two more things I'll talk about. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we did the Mob Psycho. Shit's going wild on Mob Psycho 100 now. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, they did, uh, I don't want to spoil anymore, you know? I I feel like spoiling stuff 
is something that I should definitely try not to do. Um, but they really pulled some scary shit at the end of the last episode, and then or the episode before this past episode, and they just kind of reverse it, and it's like, okay, that's fine, sure. They like, but I they like reverse it, but ramp up everything else considerably. Yeah, it's like, oh, you thought that this was gonna be the 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 driving force? Nah, it's not. But everything else is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm still looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, there's like there's four episodes left. That's wild for me to think. I mean, like last season, they crammed a whole lot to that last little bit of them fighting Claw. Yeah. So. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pull it off pretty great because, like, so far the show has been sensational, and I feel like they they know what they're doing. Like, I I I I don't doubt their skills. I think I think I think they'll stick the landing, and I'm sure that there will be future seasons. You know, like I don't I don't think this will be the end of this the anime. I bet Mob will keep going as long as they. I mean, need it to. The manga has ended, so I. I mean, yeah, they they might just. I don't know, like if they're gonna it. end it this season or do uh, another, but. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Has a has One Punch Man ended like the manga? Nope. Yeah, no, no not okay. even close. That's, okay, so that's just what One is doing right now is just doing One Punch Man. Yeah. I feel like One Punch Man will like never end. Honestly, it's like it could just keep it going forever because it's just all parody stuff sure but yeah i mean we're gonna get season two of that shit pretty soon which that's interesting because i don't know if it's like they they announced that it's gonna be on hulu before they confirmed it for crunchyroll so who uh, fucking uh, it's gonna be on crunchyroll i don't know about that series the lead animator's gone like all of the other animators are not there either because they are. We're all working on Mob and something else. I forget. Did they change teams entirely? They changed studios. I think didn't oh they? Oh God. Yeah. No. People are like, this is not gonna be good, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I can advance. Like, it would be surprising if it is. I guess, but. No. I mean, we'll see. I'm interested to check it out, but. I'm not, yeah, I'm not holding my breath that it's going to be anywhere near as good as the first season. Yeah. Which is a shame, because, like, the source material is good. Pretty much everything one touches is pretty good. Um, but that's that. Uh, and then JoJo's. We got to it. King Crimson is here. Hell yeah. What a design. Uh, I'm... Seeing King Crimson, like, move around and talk is really fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Um, I mean, it's good, but it's also not good because it's <laughs> fucked up. But I love it. Um, it's, 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 a, it's good now, though. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still not, like, super into part five. But it's, I, I I also really respect that they really did explain King Crimson. Yeah, like, did you understand how King Crimson worked from those episodes? I mean, I understood how King Crimson worked 
uh, I'm not not to pat myself on the back, but I pretty much understood it a while ago. Like it's basically like the, the, the there was an image floating around ages ago that was like it was just a remote control, and it just pointed at all the different like buttons on the remote control, and it was like these are what the enemy stands do. So it was like Dio is the pause button, Kira is the rewind button. Like, King Crimson is just a next chapter. Like, that's the best way to describe it, is it's hitting next chapter button. Yeah. Um, it's... Because uh, it's just, it's just, it's, like, everyone misses time except for King Crimson. So King Crimson can just walk around and react to stuff while it's happening, but you're not aware of it happening while it's happening. So, like, you kind of have to plan around King Crimson being able to like like move around while you're like not aware of what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It was a uh, it was explained not so great in the manga, or at least it was depicted a uh, very, very confusingly. Which is why I'm glad the anime actually made it make sense. Yeah, they did a way better job than I feel like anyone else ever has, except for that one picture, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll just see more JoJo uh, in the coming days. Um, is there anything else either of you want to talk about before you go on to questions and opinions? I'm all no? good. Yeah, I think that's everything, honestly. All right. Uh, if you want to send in questions or opinions, feel free to send them into videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com/ask. And, uh, you know, make, make a little bit of a note that it's for anime, or at the very least make it obvious that it's for anime. You know, if you're talking about anime, we can tell that it's for this podcast, but whatever. <clears throat> First off, Gregory Zero says, uh, this is an opinion, uh, Hugged Toe Precure. There's two T's, so I'm trying to be like, Hugged to Toe. Um, Hugged Toe Precure, wrapped at the end of January... And at this point, I would call it the most recommendable season of the franchise to date. Hugged Toe was some of the most forward and progressive one-off episodes that left me with extremely good vibes. My only real complaint is that the greater plot is lacking, since it's only a poorly thought-out time travel story. Love the characters and everything else about the show, though. Really wish more people would watch it. Um, yeah, I, I, I know a lot of people that are really into Precure. Um... It doesn't really seem like something that I would get into. I'm not really into Magical Girls, and I'm not really into... It's like a kid's show, yeah, and, you know, I watch Pokemon. It's pretty but, much a kid's know. show, uh, so you have to go into it with that mentality. I heard that they had, like, a trans character this season or something. Yeah. Well, they had... For, I, I saw people talking about it. It was... They had the first male Precure. So uh... they, weren't, they weren't saying, like, oh... He's now a she because they joined the Precure team. It was just like we're letting a boy into the okay. team. But they, right. Yeah, but it was like uh, they they make an I emphasis mean, on him being like gender nonconforming. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah Sounds sure. good. I mean, I have I haven't seen it, so I can't say precisely. But you know, um, yeah, you know, I've I've seen people recommend it. I'm sure I'm sure it's good, and you know, maybe one of these days, but. I, it, it kind of seems like a pretty big undertaking, isn't it? Like, one of those, like, it, it, it is like Pokemon, where there's a shit ton of episodes per season, There's right? There's basically a season every year, and there's about 50 episodes a season. 
Okay. They're it. They're not all connected, but it's still right. quite an undertaking, anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, maybe someday. Um, Harlequin Wheels says, between Mob and JoJo's, it seems like there have been some really good cliffhangers lately. Do y'all have a similar example of a show you watched as it was airing that had a really crazy cliffhanger you had to wait a week for it to end? Hmm. Yes, but in a negative sense. Uh, oh. okay. The first one that comes to mind immediately is uh, Danganronpa 3, the anime. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the, the specific one that always comes to mind is uh, one of the main characters, uh, quote-unquote, dying in the first few episodes. Uh, and then the literal next episode, uh, where they pick off from that cliffhanger, oh no, she's fine. She just had some ketchup on her to make her look like she was dead. <laughs> it was infuriating to wait a week for that specific reveal. Uh... And it's... I think I remember that. Yeah, I mean, I fucking blocked out a lot of that show from my mind. Like, it was it was Owie, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I remember watching that and thinking, like, oh, they're gonna pull that? Maybe this show has some balls, alright. And then the next week, it was she was just like, oh, I just, I just got ketchup on me. And I was just like, alright. <laughs> the show is gonna... And that's not this, even, like... The, this is how the show's gonna go. That's not even the worst cliffhanger in that series. In that show, oh, rather, no, yeah. No. Mm. But that's just like the one that I hate. So that's that's an easy one to point to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of. I recently, you know, every time I watched a new episode of Made in Abyss, I was dying. So there's one. Um, All right. And then uh, a positive example is that I didn't really want to say wait a week. I didn't have to wait a week for these. But uh, when I watched The Grand Lagan for the first time, I fucking blew through the entire second half in a day because every time the episode would end, I'd be like, no, tell me. I need to know. (laughs) Why are they going to the moon? Wait, now, wait, the moon's okay. Wait. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I mean, you know, like part four of JoJo. Yeah, I mean, well, JoJo. Thing is, with JoJo, I kind of knew what was going down because I throughout osmosis and from playing All Star Battle, I like I I know the beats of like pretty much every part up till eight. So I'm not like too surprised about what goes down, but I still want to see it. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, show me, show me, show me. But you know. Um, I don't know, I can't think of anything. There's just a lot of stuff I'm just like, yeah, ooh, can't wait for that. But I'm not like, oh, show me more. I'm, I, I, I like stuff that's paced well. My cliffhanger is that ever since part two's ended, I've been waiting for Jolene to be animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Robin also sent in another question. Uh, most people rebelled at Aelita's large eyes in the live action movie. What aesthetics and techniques from anime are necessary for live-action adaptations, and which ones don't work? Um, I think a good live-action anime adaptation needs to understand the, like, color design of the anime. Um, that's something that I think Aelita does well, from what I've seen from the trailers. Like, they actually cover, like, you know, like, say what you will about 
browns and grays, but I think Aelita is a pretty brown and gray kind of story. Um, and then, you know, we talk so much about the Wachowskis uh, Speed Racer. That movie being as bright and colorful as it was was absolutely to its benefit. Yeah. So I think understanding, like, that anime, or, like, just animation in general can play around with colors a lot can make your live action version stand out from the rest i feel like you should just never make anything like the sonic ever that sonic the sonic that's have you seen the sonic the sonic oh the sonic yeah. okay yeah. yeah i mean you know just be careful with your stop trying though. to make them realistic yeah, I, that's my thing. Is like it's fine. It's going to look at like it doesn't belong there in the first place. All right, it's just going to be like that. So don't even bother. Like don't bother trying yeah. to make his gloves into just his fur that is white. Like why do that? Yeah. That's so fucked up and weird. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like Mickey like, Mouse has fucking gloves. Like, yeah, Sonic have gloves. Like uh, the only time the raccoon thing ever works for me. Well, I mean the animal thing. I just mean it was Rocket Raccoon works just because it looks like a raccoon and it's like that works because it's silly and then he does silly things but it's like i don't know they draw like groot for example on those things they make groot a joke fucking ridiculous tree man whatever who cares Mm -hmm. everyone eats that up stop trying to make it real yeah Hmm. there's like there's like a lot of things i could say i guess uh I guess I wish live-action adaptations at least understood their target demographic, because I'm specifically thinking of, like, shit like uh, the Dragon Ball movie or Death Note, uh, which <laughs> didn't understand their audience oh, at all. Oh, man, that piccolo. Oh, man, that yeah. piccolo. Still not great. Oh. Yeah. I... That's like one of many things I could say. I I guess I just I don't feel like an- live action anime adaptations usually work because it's because it's taking something inherently designed for animation and making it live action. Yeah, I agree. Man, I don't. Mm. Here's here's this is only tangentially related. Don't. Do fucking y'all see the fucking like your name English remake? What that's uh, gonna be? Did you see what that is? Yeah, it's not good. It's, there's like, like there's no way stop trying to Americanize it. I don't know in like this really weird way every single time, yeah. in like a weird racist way every time too. Like you look at Ghost in the Shell, same thing. Like. Yeah, this this time they're making like the body swap thing like a Native American magic power thing. And it's, it's like, like, why do you have to do that? Is it not interesting enough on the surface already? Like, <sighs> like nobody's gonna question it. You know? Yeah. Like, nobody's gonna be like, how did that happen? What the hell? Why oh well, it was Native they're, magic, you see. Their reasoning for that was because the uh, the girl in your name is a shrine maiden, so they wanted to carry that aspect of it. In the remake, I mean, which is like, even... yeah, which is why would you bother? That's weird. Yeah. <sighs> uh, 
I hate Americanizations of things. I'm going to be real with you. I hate, like, I love localization, and I love when people, like, are able to translate, like, things that are foreign concepts into more, like, understandable, like, analogs, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I hate this concept of, like, I'm going to remove literally everything that this original thing was about and then, like, just make it completely in our terms. Like, so no one ever has to learn what the outside world is like. Yeah. This stupid. Alright, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Anonymous asks, I, I feel like this was asked before. <laughs> Probably. Maybe just about idle stuff, but... Anonymous asks, does anyone on the team have an opinion on Love Live? Uh, I don't. At all. <laughs> um, I don't really either. I've written, like, three fanfictions about, uh, a pairing from the second one. The- that counts. Huh? It's a complicated thing, John. You don't understand this world. There's, there's two different Love Live series, uh, Love Live and yeah. Love Live Sunshine. That, that, that's not what I'm questioning. <laughs> Yeah? What is it? Hold on, let me take a sip of my goofy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I at the very least feel like even if you're doing it as, like, a favor for somebody that you would, like, have form some sort of opinion just, like, like interacting with this franchise. It wasn't even for anyone. So you're just, like, into the characters, I guess? Yeah. It's the power dynamic. It's very interesting to me. You listen. I've said before. I like Kaoru and Chisato from Bandori. That's like my favorite ship. That sort of dynamic is like the dynamic that I love. It's just like, hey, there's here's a mean preppy girl, and then a really big idiot moron, Jock. I mean, yeah, but like that 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 at the very least is from something that you like. You know. Well, I read a lot. Of, I've read a lot of fan fictions about those pairings. Is what I mean. So then I just go, oh, I'm going to write this also without engaging in the sure, source material. You know. I'm not trying to like shame you for it or anything. No, I know. I'm just like you know, I'm just wondering how you kind of. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I like the characters, not the things that they're in. That's basically it. Like it's sort of like That's... similar to Kill a Kill, honestly. Like, all right. Where it's like I don't. I'm not big on love life stuff. I don't think there's any particular problem with it necessarily. I just. just I don't like that style of thing. Sure. I uh. I love Love Life, but I don't think I am too into the idol genre much. I think that's what Love Life made me realize. Alright. Last question, I guess. Uh, and, of course, if you want to send in questions like these, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, Rose, another one of your girlfriends, uh, Kawaii Nobu, asks... Why are you all too cowardly to watch Kakegurui? What the hell I have watched Kakegurui? I, maybe she's talking to us? Wow, why haven't you watched Kakegurui? I just don't watch it. I don't have an opinion on it. I don't know. What the hell? It, I, I haven't watched it because I can't tell if it's gonna be like too horny of a show for me to handle <laughs> well is that a yes <laughs> yes it's pretty horny yeah that's it right. it's good though it's not like um like uh, i tried watching kaiji and um it's another gambling show i could not i couldn't 
it was too much for me. Oh. The stress okay. was too much. Like, Kaiji, Kaiji's my thing. Uh, I know Kakaguro isn't as, uh, as, uh, in-depth about, like, the whole, uh, gambling stuff as it is just using it as a theme. But I, it's, it's still, still good. Yeah, it still seems interesting. It just seems, like, really, really horny, and I'm not sure I'm ready for that. <laughs> okay, but it's mostly girls being horny at other girls, so that makes it good. That makes, that makes it more tolerable, I suppose. Yeah, I was mostly joking. Uh, I recommend reading the manga probably more, because the anime has taken some weird liberties in ways like i don't i haven't watched any of the second season at all i know my favorite character will be in there but like apparently the first season like invents an ending question mark to be like haha the season's over or whatever that wasn't in the manga and it's really weird okay still good though i recommend it nice it has a good animation i know miyuki uh sawashiro's in it so (laughs) yeah i have favorite characters well, that'll do it for this episode, episode 10. Uh, well, let's uh, real quick go over everything. Um, if you're listening to this on the free stream, uh, go ahead and go to patreon.com slash VGCC and consider donating. Uh, things have changed since the last time you listened. If you donate a dollar, you'll get this podcast a week early, Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. It's a whole week early of some good-ass content. But we have launched a new podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah. Brand spanking new podcast. Rose, you're on it. Yeah. So congrats to that. Yeah, it's Uh, a good time. It's a tabletop podcast, an actual play podcast called The Route. Uh, Janie is hosting it. Um, Who else is on there? It's Solon, it's Scott, it's Niall. And uh, yeah, that's it. Solon, Scott, Niall. Rose and Janie. Um, Janie's being the GM, and uh, they're playing The Sprawl. Uh, that's the, the game they're using, I guess, to write the story. Um, I don't know shit about tabletop stuff. Uh, I'm not involved at all, so don't ask me. But uh, if you go to patreon.com slash VGCC, and you donate $3 a month, you will get the tabletop podcast as well as Chuchigatri. So if you like Chuchigatri... And you like tabletop stuff? Just drop three dollars a month, and you'll get both. And uh, but if if you don't care about tabletop or you know whatever else, whatever your reasons are, uh, just a dollar, and you will keep up with Chuchigatri a whole week early. Same with the tabletop podcast; that's a week early. We will we'll release those you know alternating weeks, so you don't get too overwhelmed. But yeah, so just Patreon.com slash VGCC. Follow us on Twitter at VGChuchu, Tumblr, videogamechuchu.tumblr.com, and come join the Discord at thegamezone.zone. We're always talking about anime in there. It's always a good time in there. And finally, finally, we can announce the next anime to watch over the month. Rose picked this one. Yeah. So, you know. Forward all complaints to me. Yeah, take it up with her. And you know what? I think now that we've been doing this for as long as we have, I think it's time to actually do one of the shows that our podcast is named after. Yeah. Well, we're never doing Fate. I'm going to say that right now. We're never doing any of the Fates unless, like, I don't know, 
El Malloy case files is 12 or something. Yeah, because 26 episode seasons are... Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll probably just watch El Malloy anyway, so yeah. that's fine. But, yeah, we're going to watch Bake Monogatari. A classic. So, uh, Rose, I think I think you said that you wanted to maybe throw... Oh, yeah, out here's some content warnings. Um, discussions, not actual... Uh, so, okay, there's discussion of sexual assault, if you're not into that sort of thing, in the first couple episodes. Uh, it's not actually, like vividly shown or anything like that it's just talked about um there is some uncomfortable sexualization of younger characters in later episodes in the season um nothing horrible awful i'm putting that in quotes so that no one can attack me because i'm probably wrong um, but keep digging, keep digging. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I think that's it, right? It's Trixie. Is there anything else? I I think I think that's it. Uh, yeah. There's there's allusions to a uh, parental abuse. Uh, yeah. They All right. They don't get explicit about that either. Not until later, right? No. Yeah. So yeah. So just a heads up. Of course, uh, you know we do want to be good about that, uh, yeah. but. You know, uh, we'll we're gonna watch the uh, the first twelve episodes. Yeah. What's on Crunchyroll? Yeah, I guess there's three more. Yeah. after that it's, that are available. It's act- yeah, it's a fifteen episode show, but there's only twelve on Crunchyroll and Hulu. Uh, Just fucking weird. Yeah. Um, the ending for episode twelve is still a pretty good ending, in my opinion. I'm gonna say that the the actual episode discussion uh, that we're gonna have will be based on the first 12 episodes, but if the other three, if you, I, you two want to talk about them after or whatever you want to do, yeah. that's fine. And yeah. if, for the listeners, if you want to watch it, I mean, it's on Amazon, I Yeah, think, all 15 episodes are on Amazon if you want to watch it that way. But if you don't have Amazon, just watch it how you can, all right? Yep. I'm not going to say anything, but watch it how you can. Because I might do that myself, um, but yeah, in t- in a in a month we'll be back to talk about Baki Monogatari, and we'll be back in two weeks with another regular episode of Chuchigatari Unlimited Train Works. Thanks so much for listening. So long. Good.